Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. My name is Hilmarie Hutchison and I'm joined by my co-host Namita today. Hello Namita, how are you? Hey Hilmarie, I'm good, thanks. I am really intrigued by our guest today and I cannot wait to introduce her. Without further ado, let's welcome Carolyn Thompson, a British expat who has lived in the UAE for the last 20 years. A lover of animals, she saw firsthand the issues the UAE experienced with animal welfare and dumping. In 2015, she launched the Animal Agency, which is the region's only agency providing animal actors and models to the UAE's film and media industry. What an interesting concept. Karen also lives in Dubai with her husband, her 19-month-old daughter Stella, her great Dane Minnie, and Wheaton Terrier Remy, and will be joined by baby number 2 next month. How exciting. Karen, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited about it. So Karen, first, we'd like to hear something about you, your background and how you ended up here in the UAE. I actually moved here what feels like a very long time ago now. So I moved here with my parents and went to school here. I left when I went back to university in the UK and then around about 9 years ago I decided to move back here. My background is sports marketing and there was a lot going on in the region about 9 10 years ago lots of job opportunities and it seemed like the right time to come back especially since my family were all still based out here. We've got our family here and we just love it. This is home for us really. As we mentioned in the intro, you launched the Animal Agency. It is honestly such a creative and cool concept. Tell us how did you decide to start it? Would you believe I actually watched a documentary about someone who was doing it in America and I just loved the concept. I'm a huge animal lover, so the idea of having a job where I could work with animals all day really interested me. It was just one of those why don't I give it a go? What can I lose? Amazing to get that kind of inspiration from something else. So you never know where the inspiration is going to come from, right? So you need to be open to ideas. Exactly. Tell us a little bit more about what goes into setting up an agency like this. What are some of the logistics involved? Did take me a while to get set up. Reason being, no one else was doing something similar here, so it was really understanding what sort of trade license I would need, insurance, if it was possible, what sort of investment. So there was a lot of kind of feasibility studies at the start, and and looking at how I would actually do it. And then after that, I had to put together the portfolio of animals because without the animals, I, I couldn't actually operate. So it was going out and meeting owners and animal. trainers behavior stables finding the right animals and then putting together a team of experts so as i mentioned before this wasn't my background so i had to find people who had that knowledge of working with animals and training them and then once i had that we were very much ready to launch and it was just going out and networking with all the production and film and media industry over here i was extremely lucky because there was no one else doing it we got quite a lot of coverage to start with and and word of mouth really worked for us and once we'd done a couple of shoots we were being approached by a lot more people can you just unpack a little bit exactly what the animal agency does so we take trained animals 
We put them into films, adverts, social media videos, photography, editorial campaigns. So it's very much like a modeling agency or a talent agency. It's just our talent is animals. Wow, incredible. So as a pet owner, how would I be able to sign up my pet to be part of your database? Super simple. You just need to head across to our website, which is animalagencyuae.com. Fill in the online registration form and then a member of our team will get in touch with you to talk about how we work, assess your animal suitability and, and arrange a visit to come out and meet you. It's not for all animals. Some are too nervous or shy or perhaps not well socialised or trained enough. So that initial consultation gives us the opportunity to chat through everything with the owner just make sure it's suitable for them. The other key thing is that the animal owner, the pet owner, always has to be there with the pet. That's for the pet's own welfare. They also have to make sure they're available as well to come along to any jobs that their pet gets booked for. And what are the kind of jobs, Carolyn, that animals get hired for? All sorts. That's what makes it so so much fun. It really does change from day to day. So we've worked on a number of Hollywood films, um, Bollywood blockbusters, and then lots of campaigns for local hotels and um, businesses, and um, quite a few music videos or fashion and editorial campaigns. So it keeps it exciting because we never know what sort of job's going to come in when the phone rings. Okay, and I know that for each animal it would differ, but approximately what's like the period that it takes to shoot with a particular animal? It really depends on what the animal is and what the shoot is. So it can be anything from an hour. We might have a super simple booking where we just need to take a trained, say, dog into a studio, capture a couple of photos. So that can take anything to an hour or two, up until some of the films we've worked on have been a couple of weeks long. So with those ones, what we tend to do is we have the animal and then we have another animal that looks exactly the same, a body double, so that we can swap them in and out so they get plenty of rest and break. Oh my God. I know, it's very funny seeing the two identical dogs turning up on set, your uh, hero dog and the body double. Yes, totally. So this reminds me of the movie Baby's Day Out. So apparently the baby that was in, uh, you know, that was shot in the movie, they are twins. So that's what they used to do. Yeah. So when one baby is not in the mood to shoot, they used to bring in the twin. So that's amazing. Wow. Good to know that. Okay. So, so Carolyn, we come to our next question, which is basically in pandemic, we know it has definitely affected many aspects of our lives. How did that affect you and your agency? We find that a lot of the work that would normally go on here, so the film shoots, the photo shoots, had to be cancelled. So there was quite a long period where we weren't working. There was also some concern at the time around whether animals could pass on COVID. There's been a lot of research into it now and, and they can't, which is great. But at the time there was that uncertainty. But we are seeing since the start of the year, really, things are moving back to normal and there's so, so many shoots going on. There's so many jobs coming in, which is really exciting. And everyone's really embraced it. So now with every shoot we work on, even if you're vaccinated, you have to produce a, a negative COVID PCR test result to show that you're safe to come on that shoot. So it's a really safe environment. 
Excellent. Can I ask you, Karen, how many animals do you have in your database? Do you have like an approximate idea? I actually don't. I know the number of dogs that we have registered is around about 200. We have a huge number because it's all about availability. So making sure the right one's available at the right time, having a range of tricks and skills. And I mean, we need some that are good to appear alongside children or families or other animals. So the dogs tend to be our biggest database alongside all the horses and camels. So I guess I would say about 300 or 400 animals. Oh, wow. And what's the most exotic animals you've worked with? It would probably be the snakes. We do a lot with the snakes and tarantulas and a lot of the exotic lizards tend to be the most exciting ones. And they look amazing on camera as well with all the colours coming through. That's fantastic. I know that apart from the animal agency, you've also started Reading Dogs UAE. So could you give us your short elevator pitch of what this initiative is? With Reading Dogs, we take special train dogs into schools, nurseries, private venues with the aim to help children improve their literacy and reading confidence. So the dogs come in, they don't read to the children, the children read to them and it makes reading fun and practicing language and uh, literacy much more fun than if they were doing it by themselves or alongside their peers. Research has found as well as the educational benefits. It also offers children a whole host of social and emotional benefits. So it's a lovely little program. Earlier this month, we also started taking the dogs into Al Jalila Children's Hospital to meet patients. So they're also getting the benefit of interacting with dogs. Carolyn, how long does it take you to train animals before a certain shoot? What is the recruitment process like? It really does depend on on what's required. So what we do is work with the client, the production company, the film company to really understand what they're trying to achieve with that animal. Sometimes it might be something that we know we already have an animal suitable for. For example, the falcons are so well trained. They can do so much. They have a great falconry team, so we don't usually tend to do additional training with them. But say perhaps for dogs or horses, we need to give them some additional training. What we would do is work with the owner and we would provide the trainer to work with the animal by the time the animal turns up on the film set or in the studio it's ready to go now just um talking about pets and animals and um, the concept of the reading dogs uae why do you think that pets are important for children's development so dogs teach children a lot they teach them responsibility leadership they can teach them empathy and how to care and also how to cope with loss having a dog around really becomes not only a child's friend also it's teacher as well and there's a lot to gain from that and yet there are certain apprehensions uh, in the minds of parents so what do you think are some common misconceptions that parents have about owning a pet Owning a pet in the UAE is very different to owning it in, in many other countries. It's perhaps not as easy to own a pet over here or a dog in particular because a lot of time the climate is quite restrictive or living quarters or you just don't know how long you're going to be here in the UAE. So I think they're all the main concerns. Also, cost factors if you have to spend money on vets because there's no insurance or doggy daycares during summer months. So I think the best thing parents can do is really understand the commitment that the family have to make and do their research. They need to know the costs involved, 
that the dogs need consistent and continual training. They will need daily care and whether you can factor that into your life. Just consider as well, they will be with you for, say, up to 15 years. If you are planning to leave Dubai, that you've got plans in place for that. It's kind of like having another family member, really. Now, just um, looking back at uh, reading dogs, UAE, where do you get the dogs from? Which dogs or whose dogs are you using to take into the schools? So we have at the moment 18 dogs that work with us. Those dogs don't stay with me. They're all family pets. So they're all in their own houses spread across the UAE. They work with their owners. So to become part of the program, we initially hold an assessment day and our animal behavior assesses the dogs. Any that we feel have the makings of a good dog would then enter a training program. The training program takes about three months and only after that time then qualified to become a reading dog. It really does take a special dog to be a reading dog. They have to be extremely calm, enjoy interaction, used to or comfortable in new environments. It's really finding that combination of the perfect dog, but also the perfect owner that wants to commit to this program and has the time to commit to it as well. Reading sessions tend to take place during school hours. That's quite often the time that owners are working. So it's really tricky to find that balance of a a good team, but we feel like we've got great team members with us now and a lot of them have been with us since we launched back in 2017. It's absolutely a brilliant concept but there would also maybe be parents who might not feel comfortable about their children being around dogs. Maybe they're concerned about safety. What would you say to those kinds of parents to ease their concern? Oh there definitely is and I think that's completely understandable because it's, it's such a new concept and they don't know us when we go into schools. They don't know the dogs that we are bringing in. We have um, handouts that we send into the schools that we're going in to distribute to parents and they cover things like how we've recruited the dogs, so the assessment and training process, where the dogs come from, that it does have a clean bill of health, when they'll be in, how the sessions will be structured and how their children will interact with them. What we've done in the past is taken the dogs into schools to have parent Q&A sessions so that they can address any concerns that they have. One of the most important things is making sure that the parents understand that part of the session and part of what we're doing is teaching children how to safely interact with dogs. We are keeping them safe, not only around our dogs, but any dogs that they might come across. And how has the response been from parents and from the children in particular? Really encouraging. It's great to see how many children and parents sign up for the program. One of the most interesting things for me was seeing how many parents who are have their own fear of dogs have put their children forward for the program because they don't want that their children to pick up that fear. And that's been really interesting because I thought perhaps the parents that were more fearful would stop their children coming but we've seen the complete opposite. We've just had some lovely stories across the program about children who have developed uh, language skills, literacy skills, perhaps overcome a fear of dogs. We work a lot as well with children who may have learning difficulties or be children or are children of determination. Seeing them practice their social skills and and practice their language skills, perhaps if they're non-verbal, and building that bond with the dog is just lovely to watch. So Carolyn, what are your future plans? Like any new projects in the pipeline? Our biggest one at the moment is 
our project with Al Jalila Children's Hospital. So we launched that last Sunday. We're really looking to build on that. It's a really innovative project for this region. And we're so glad that Al Jalila have trusted us to work with them. We would really like to see service and therapy dogs recognised across the UAE and welcomed into more public places and more medical facilities. I feel this pilot scheme with Al Jalila is a great starting point. So at the moment, we're looking at how we develop that this year and then three years and five years with long-term goals. Wow, that is very exciting. Something really to look forward to. Excellent. Now we've come to the segment of our show where we will ask you a couple of rapid fire questions, our version of a game show. Okay. So just say the first thing that comes into your head, okay? Okay. So here we go. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Dog, but I like them all. Beach or mountains? Mountains. What is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you are? That's a great question. <laughs> I'm not very rapid with that one. I always call my mum. Heels or flats? Flats, no. I used to be a heels girl, but since having um, a toddler, definitely flats. Thank you very much for playing along with us on that. Now, before we wrap up, we would like to do our green pill moment. So for our segment, the green pill moment, I'd like to ask you, what was your green pill moment? The action or event that was the turning point for your career? We touched on it briefly before, and it was watching that documentary, and that really changed the direction of my life. I worked in sports marketing. I loved working in sports marketing. It's something I trained for. And then I watched this documentary as I flew home for Christmas back to Scotland on a flight, and I just loved the concept, and it started my brain ticking, and I just thought that would be my ideal job. So I was actually sat at Christmas dinner with my family and told them all about it and just said, I'd love to give it a go. Completely forgot about it. And a couple of months later, my dad asked me why I hadn't done anything about it. Like I said, I was in a very secure job. I was working in an industry I'd trained for and enjoyed. Should I do it? Am I making things too difficult for myself when I'm fairly secure? And I could see where I wanted to go with my career progression. I'd never set up a business. I didn't really want to invest the savings that I had in doing it and taking a risk, I guess. And something that I didn't know if it would work. He, it was actually him that sat down with me and helped me with the business plan. And I could see that it was something I could fit initially around my day job and the investment that I needed wasn't that much. So I just thought, you know what, leap of faith, let's go for it. What's the worst thing that can happen here? And six years on, it's the best decision I've ever made. So sometimes we have to take that risk. We've got to go out. Yeah. That's a fantastic life lesson, right? And I'm sure our audience will appreciate to hear about. So thank you very much for sharing with us your story, telling us a little bit more about the animal agency and also reading dogs. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of interest from our audience to look up what you do and how we can get more involved with that. I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I'm sure Namita has too, and I'm sure our audience will. Absolutely. But before we say goodbye, Carolyn, could we please have your social media uh, links and where can our listeners find you, follow you? So we'll also put this in the show notes. The website is Animal Agency UAE. Dot com and Reading Dogs is readingdogsuae.com. Then we're the same on social media. So it's just at Animal Agency UAE and 
at Reading Dogs UAE. There's lots of cute photos of animals on there. <laughs> so it's worth a visit to your social media just to see that. It's definitely worth a visit. Some of your pictures are absolutely beautiful. You can see the work that you've done with animals. Really excellent, exceptional pictures. So definitely worth a visit. Thank you so much for today. Thank you again for joining us. We are so happy to have had you and we wish you all the very best. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.